0: Welcome to the Ghost Panther Podcast. This is one of those podcasts where you send in uh, your personal experiences and your ghost stories via email to ghostpantherpodcast at gmail.com. I've got this nice microphone. I hope the audio sounds really good. In this particular podcast, I just want to talk about my personal ghost experiences. I feel like I am someone who does not have a lot of supernatural paranormal experiences that's all that's always been a source of frustration for me uh, disturbing even that I have not been like chosen or gifted with a lot of these uh, experiences and my life generally is uh, devoid of of supernatural interventions, let's say. but I have had a couple that are pretty interesting. so here are my own personal experiences I've had four. Number one, I was nine years old, living in Washington Terrace, Utah, in a uh, in, in a normal like three bedroom, two bathroom house, <laughs> and uh, I was staring out my door one night, and it was dark. everything was dark. All the lights in the house were off. Everybody was asleep, and a little girl. Uh, stuck her head into my doorway. There's no fear. There was no fear. There was no feeling of like, uh, uh, what's that dark feeling of terror that people feel? No sinking feeling. She stuck her head in, and then she stepped into the doorway, and she stood there and looked at me. She was there for a couple seconds, and then she just walked out. Now, the floor didn't creak, which was weird because the floor in that house creaked with every little, even our cats would make the floor creak. So that was the n- number one thing that was weird. I thought it was one of my sisters. And so I called out to them and I said, I saw you, nothing. Hey, I saw you, nothing at all. And then I started to get scared. So after the thing, after the little girl had gone and the experience was over, then I started getting scared thinking about it. So I called my mom. Uh, She came into my room, turned on the light. We went and we saw that both of my sisters were asleep. And so I consider that a ghost sighting. I think that was a ghost. Um, Number two, let's see. Actually, you know what? It was probably like a year after that when I was 10 or 11. My room is now in the basement, the same house. And this one's really weird. This one's very interesting, because I didn't see a ghost, but I was staring at the, I was terrified of the basement, which is pretty weird why I was down there alone. I was the only one living in the basement. And uh, I was staring at the doorway, and I decided that the scariest thing that could possibly happen was for that door to open on on its own. And the thought, of the door opening on its own thrilled me and terrified me. And we had this really uh, long 70s shag carpet. And um, the door, the doors wouldn't move across the carpet because the carpet stuffed up against the bottom of the door. So you had to like drag the doors across the, the carpet. And all of a sudden the door dragged open so it could you know, I know for a fact it wasn't the wind But the hinges were so big and beefy on this door, when it was open, you could see behind the hinges. You could see out the door, but you could also see behind the hinges. And I could see that nobody was – this whole time I could see nobody was standing uh, behind the door opening it up. So that's all that happened. Another reason that that story is interesting is because I thought about it happening before it happened, and then it happened before my eyes, and I was not – as scared as I thought I would be. In fact, I was I was just as scared, if not more scared, thinking about it happening than when it actually happened and after it happened. I was the same. It, the, the most startling thing to me was how I wasn't more scared. Like, that's that's just interesting. So, yeah, that was one of the only times in my life, that was the only time in my life that something weird like that has happened. I wonder if somebody would consider that like telekinesis or something, you know, something like that. Because sometimes people say that uh, poltergeist activity is actually caused rather than by an external entity. It's actually caused somehow by the consciousness of, of people. I don't fully understand that theory, but that's an interesting story. Okay. Number three, and this is the biggest one, was in 2017... I saw a woman floating in my room. I think this is the most compelling ghost story that I personally have. Because there's a huge story to this. It's actually quite profound. I, pr- I probably can't really explain the whole thing to people in a way that would do it justice. Um, at the time, I was an atheist, and I specifically did not believe in ghosts. Uh, I didn't believe in life after death or anything. And I was telling this guy, I was out on a hike with this guy. And I was telling him that I just didn't believe in ghosts. And he says, that's really bizarre that you don't believe in ghosts because I've had ghosts. I'm one of the people that has ghost sightings. I've had the gift throughout my entire life. And he says, I've seen spirits and ghosts uh, my whole life. And so he goes, why don't you just ask and pray to see a ghost? And I'm like, bro, you don't know who you're talking to. I have had all sorts of, uh, you know, prayers and petitions to uh, God and to the universe that they would show me something miraculous, and it's never, like, it's never happened. I'm not the type of person that see ghosts, sees ghosts. And he goes, oh, man, all you got to do is ask. Um, and something about his confidence. Now, I had already asked thousands of times to see ghosts or to see other type of, like, supernatural evidence. And it never came. Looking back though, and this is like through my 20s and early 30s, looking back, I understand now that if something would have happened to me, if some sort of paranormal or supernatural thing would have happened to me, I would have attributed it to like a specific religion being true or something like that. Like I would have put meaning onto it that probably wouldn't have been very helpful. So anyway, that's just a, a weird insight. But here's what happened. So something about this guy's confidence gave me confidence. And I thought, I thought, okay, I don't believe in God, but I, I'll, I'll pray. So I got home, got on my knees, and I said, hey, God, it's me again. Um, I just want to ask if I could just see a ghost, see a spirit uh, with my eyes. No tricks, nothing. Can you please just show it to me with my eyes? All right amen. You know, like I had no confidence that this would happen, but I promised this guy that I would ask that I would pray about it. Okay. Um, this is just so bizarre that this happened. He had been talking to me as we were hiking. He had been talking to to me about a specific, uh, woman that appeared to him throughout his life and that she was dressed in white and she had long blonde, uh, wavy hair. And to him, it was, this person was a uh, a kind of a, like a loving, guiding entity, maybe like a guardian angel or or something like that, maybe a family member. Um, so anyway, I was sleeping with my dogs. Um, Callie was up on the bed with me, two golden retrievers, and Alfie was on the floor. And I woke up at about four in the morning. I was I was after the prayer. I kind of waited for something to happen. and I was like, okay, this is dumb. Went to sleep. My dogs were growling at four in the morning. That's what woke me up uh and they were growling and whimpering and they and I opened my eyes and i and Callie was standing over me in a rigid, alert position with her tail sticking out, you know, and they were both pointing over to the corner and growling and i'm I get up, I prop myself up on my elbow in the bed, wipe my eyes. And I look over to see what they're growling at. And there is a fully normal looking woman there. She's not looking at me. She's laying down on a bed, but the bed's not there. So she's just laying in the air. She's like floating in the air. But I had the impression that she was laying on a bed, kind of just like I was laying on a bed. But she's floating and shes I was propped up on my right elbow and I was looking to my right towards her. She was propped up on her left elbow and she had her knee up, but she just very looking very, very casual and very, um, at ease. And she was staring down kind of towards her feet. She didn't look at me and her hair was kind of covering the side of her face. So I didn't get a good shot of her face. I didn't get a good, I didn't focus in really on her face, but she wasn't see-through. She wasn't glowing. She was perfectly opaque. She looked exactly like a normal person. If she was glowing, it was extremely subtle, but I saw every single detail exactly like a normal person, just with my eyes. There was no, there was no mental imprint. There was no conscious psychic stuff happening. It was purely a physical experience with my eyes and this is in the dark, but you know, there's like the street light and the moon and whatever coming in the room. So you could see perfectly. I could see everything in the room. And my dogs were growling at her. So the most compelling part is that my dogs were growling to me. That's like the veridical part. the The word veridical is refers to something that is like can be verified, you know. And generally, it it, it refers to something that can be like measured. Uh, but for me personally, this was a veridical type thing that my dogs were involved in this. So she was there for like five to seven seconds. She wasn't there for just a blip, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't just a tiny thing. Like, she was there for a long time, and I was just staring at her and waking up at the same time. And there's this like, there's a thing between uh, waking and sleeping. I don't know where it's like alpha or beta brain waves or something, where. Often paranormal things will happen in this state, but this was not sleep. I'm, I'm convinced that this was not me dreaming or being asleep because my dogs were growling again, both of them were pointing. So after about seven seconds, she just fades away and it's gone. It's over. She had long wavy blonde hair hanging down in front of her face. If she would have stared at me, if she would have looked at me, I probably would have become nervous. It probably would have scared me, startled me, you know? So she never looked, but I could see that she was moving. Like it wasn't just a still image. Like she was breathing or adjusting or doing something. Like I could see that she was kind of, that she was there. There was a real person. There was no feeling. If anything, it was a feeling of uh, mm, uh, relaxation or something. But I don't think there was any feeling at all. There was no fear. There was no heaviness. There was no darkness. There was no peace, there was no love, there was no like communication and nothing like that. It was just, it was weird because I have never had a prayer like this answered. I've never had that happen. And I've had thousands, tens of thousands of uh, prayers asking for signs or asking for this. So it's interesting that it happened on the night that this guy told me that it would. And I wonder if it happened in spite of me. I wonder if it happened because he's the one that promised it and he's the one with the gift. And so temporarily I was able to like participate or something in his gift. It's just interesting. I wonder why it happened on the night that he told me to do it and it never happened when I did it. Okay. So that was really, really fascinating that that happened. I I was, I stayed awake for a long time after that. My dogs continued to growl and point at the corner for a couple minutes After she had vanished But I was bewildered I was bewildered because crap like that doesn't happen to me So I had a full on uh, Sighting And I don't get the sense that this lady Was like a ghost Or there was any type of haunting going on It was more like Somebody who was Very mature and relaxed And Kind Stopping by For a very specific reason and then leaving, you know, uh, I could see why somebody would call that like an angel. But again, I had no, there was like no peace or it wasn't like this grand spiritual experience. It was just a very stark experience. So that's cool. And I'm always going to share that story because it's just so cool that that happened. Um, and then the fourth one, and this one, this one is the only one out of all of the experiences I've had that was, that was creepy. I've had a couple of creepy experiences. There was let me, let me add this in there real quick. When I was 16, I was converting to fundamentalist Christianity. I was going into religion. And I was praying a lot and I was reading scriptures and I was getting into all of that stuff. And I remember praying during the daytime when I was 16 years old at my bed upstairs. And this thing walked... I had the sense that this big angry or scary thing walked into my room. This is the only time this has ever happened in my life. But the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I knew exactly in the room where this thing was. It was a very overwhelming, strong sensation. And it knelt down next to me while I was praying on my right side and then turned and stared at my face. I don't know if it was anger hatred or rage, or if it was trying to instill fear or like what was happening. But I had the very instinct, uh, impression, uh, that there were, that this thing was there and I prayed and prayed and prayed for it to go away. And after a couple minutes of like intense praying, it was, it was so the, the fear and the, the I don't know, man, it was just so oppressive, uh, that I was like shaking and sweating and it was just an extremely powerful experience. Never opened my eyes. You could not pay me to open. I would never open my eyes to see what, whatever that was. And, and if I had opened my eyes and looked over, it probably would have been nothing. I couldn't, I couldn't see anything, but that was an interesting experience. I don't know what that was. A lot of people talk about dark entities, demons. I'm no longer a Christian. I don't believe in Satan. I don't believe in uh, any Abrahamic concept or pantheon of gods. I don't believe in that stuff. But I can see how somebody would would call that a demon or something just because of the feeling that it was. So that was an interesting experience. Okay, here's the last one. Um, and this one, like I said, is kind of the creepy one out of out of the experiences that I've had with ghosts. Um, I was listening to, I'm really deep into ghost podcasts. And I was listening to uh, real ghost stories online. And that's a podcast, real ghost stories online. And sometimes if I would listen to a bunch of podcasts late at night and it was really, really creepy, I started to get this, almost this feeling in my house or this feeling in the room that I didn't like. And I kind of disregard those types of things because I just don't really believe in them, generally. But one night, after listening to a bunch of podcasts, oh my gosh, now'm I'm, re- I'm remembering two different experiences. Um, one night uh, i was I was feeling kind of scared. I wake up, and I don't hear breathing, but I kind of feel that something is right here looking looking at me as I'm laying down. I'm on my side. So I'm on my left shoulder and there's something kind of like right here and it feels like it's licking its lips or, or making like some type of, I don't know if I heard a physical noise, but it was like something was almost like making itself known, breathing or something. And then the... Blanket that's right here goes starts to slide down my shoulder, and I'm very uncomfortable with this like, super uncomfortable. Again, I don't want to open my eyes, I don't want to. This is one of those situations where I think if you would have opened your eyes, if I would have opened my eyes, probably may have actually seen something which I just didn't even want to entertain. So I kind of just pretended I was asleep but every time the thing would start sliding down my shoulder I'd reach over grab it pull it up so obviously I wasn't asleep but I'm not going to open my eyes and I'm not going to react I didn't know what to do and it wasn't a horrible feeling of fear but it was a it was the feeling of being really uncomfortable that someone is in your personal space it it wasn't didn't feel like a dark or evil or anything but it just felt very very uncomfortable extremely uncomfortable so that's the last one. The one before that, that I was going to, that I just remembered was that one time I was sleeping and I felt somebody like rub my side. That was really weird, but that was just brief. And I I don't know that one, that could have been just me or whatever. Maybe, maybe, Maybe that wasn't real, but so those are all the ghost stories that I personally have had. Not a lot. The 2017 one with the woman is definitely the one that's If I have, if I've ever had a ghost experience, that's definitely the one that was real. But, you know, as I get into this topic, I wonder if this type of stuff is going to happen to me more. And I wonder if I really would, I really would like to go back in time. And when the blanket was sliding off my shoulder, it came down like three or four times and I kept pulling it back up. I really would like to go back in time and just look. And maybe I'd see the outline of something. Maybe nothing would be there. And I would still feel that something was there. So that's interesting. Beyond that, um, there there might be maybe some gifts. I do believe that people have gifts. Uh, We'll talk about that in in another episode. I would like to develop whatever gifts. I personally... I think talking to ghosts would be an amazing thing to do. I think Tyler Henry is, uh, he's not a phony or a fraud. I'm, I watch that guy and I'm like, I'm like, this guy is definitely doing something. He's definitely tapping into something and getting real information. Even if some of it's like phony or even if some of it's fake, some of it seems, in my opinion, seems to be real. And he is, it's interesting because he uses like, he like, stares into candles and he does like mirror gazing and he does tarot cards and he does all these things that are heavily discouraged and condemned by Christianity generally. Um, and he does like automatic writing on paper and stuff. But below all of those rituals and stuff that he does, uh, there is obviously some type of real gift and connection that he has. It's just interesting okay so this is the podcast about my personal experiences i'm just trying to make a bunch of like mini podcasts this is 21 minutes long trying to make make a bunch of mini podcasts about uh, these types of supernatural experiences just to get these out there i need to i need to start producing episodes (laughs) i want to start getting this podcast off the ground please email ghostpantherpodcast at gmail.com if you have a a supernatural story you want to share ghost stories. I'm not super excited by or interested in creepy ghost stories. I feel like that's a saturated space. Everyone's trying to share really scary, horrifying, creepy ghost stories. Uh, And, and I'm, I'm, that's okay if, if you have a really scary one, but the thing that I'm interested in is the ghost stories that make you think I'm interested in the ghost stories Where, for instance, there's this guy that, uh, he was finishing a a dude's like deck. He was redoing his deck out front or some, something on the front of his house. He was like redoing the front of his house. He was a worker and the worker died. He died at like 10 AM in the morning, right when he was supposed to come over to the guy's house and start working on his house. So he had like a heart attack and died. And then the guy that owned the house saw him working out in front of his house still. So the guy died and then went to work. That is a fascinating ghost story. That's a ghost story that makes you think, why wasn't their family members there to pick him up? Why didn't he see a pin of light? Did he see like a small pinpoint of light and then decide not to do it? Did he see his body? Did he wonder, why is my body there? I don't know, but I'm still going to go. Like what was going through his mind? But the fact that you still go to work (laughs) after you die, uh, it's a little bit scary, dystopian. (laughs) Okay. So this is just the podcast about my personal experiences. Again, if you have personal experiences... Uh, write in at ghostpantherpodcast at gmail.com and I'm going to hopefully start to get emails and then I'll share people's uh, stories. All right, peace.